not stop. Rena Kubota, the Japanese representative of Rising is in trouble. That's getting tough. It's been Zach's fortune to make me rising here tonight. She's starting to lock it in right now. She gets that chin down on that arm. It's going to be tight. She needs to extend her out. It is tight right now, Lauren. Lindsay Van Hey everybody, you we are uh, yeah, sorry, let me try that again. Screw that. <laughs> hey everybody, you are listening to the We Are Rising Podcast, your source for all things Rising and JMMA. News, features, interviews with fight fighters, etc. etc. This is your host, Andrew Benjamin. I'm joined once again by returning guest. We have with us Lindsay Van Zant, who fought Reyna at Bellator two twenty two at Madison Square Garden. Uh, she won the fight, first round, rear naked choke. Um, Lindsay, thank you very much for doing this interview again. I appreciate you, uh, taking your time out to, uh, talk to us. Oh, anytime, anytime. So, uh, just, uh, let's, let's talk about the fight. Uh, unfortunately, I was actually not at the Bellator show. Unfortunately, a emergency came up, and I, so that's why I asked you to do this interview now instead of, uh, at the actual show. So, um, so yeah, tell us about the, uh, about your uh, fight with Arena, did it go, uh, I'm guessing it went exactly how you wanted it to go. Yeah, it went pretty perfectly, actually. Kind of crazy how it all worked out, but, um, but yeah, but it's all thanks to, you know, my training partners and my coaches and our game plan and just really drilling everything like a hundred times and, like, to the point where I was bored about, like, I just, I wanted to learn something new. I was like, I, I honestly can't wait for this fight to be over because I could actually, like, learn something new. So it was kind of funny, like, I just, um, yeah, you know, like I said, we drilled a lot, and it's all thanks to them. It's you know, and it just all came together right now, and it's crazy. <laughs> so, so this this fight all uh, almost went to a second round, but you finished it in about four minutes. And so, uh, was there at any point where uh, I'm trying, to, I'm just trying to think how to frame the question real quick. Did you was were you at all nervous at any point, or was were you basically calm, collected for the, for that? For the entire four minutes that you were fighting her, I, I felt so calm now. Uh, it's crazy to like see how far I've come as a fighter, and just remembering my like first couple of fights, and as a, even as a pro, as an amateur, and then like seeing where I am now and how calm I am. Especially being at MSG, like I, I just mentally like fully prepared myself for MSG too by like telling myself it's just another fight, it's not a big deal. And then, and then, like on top of that, I never had so many people come to my fights because this is a 
York City, so I had like over 100 people there. Like, it was the first time my, my parents, like my mom was there, and my aunts and uncles, and like everybody supporting me, and like all my friends and teammates. It was just, like really, really cool. And it's like I was trying not to put so much pressure on myself and like, hey, just do what you do, and uh, you know. And I, and, you know, I trained, I, I trained so hard. I trained year round. I really barely take any breaks. Like, the only time I get breaks is when I get injured. So it's just like, I knew, like, okay, going into this fight, it's like, I trained my butt off. If I lose, I lose. I just wasn't the better fighter that night. So I, I think by not putting a lot of pressure on myself and just doing what I do now and just having fun with it, it's like the best way to go because that's when you perform the best. So, yeah, mental, mental training. Um, and I, I owe that, a lot of that to my mental uh, coach uh, at uh, Mind Sport Consulting. He's amazing. His name's John. He, he works over in the UK, but he has phone uh, sessions, and he's amazing. I, he's actually works with some of my buddies now, and everybody just loves him. So, highly recommend. <laughs> so, uh, so how much... I always found uh, mental coaches just like I just found that always an interesting aspect to how how fighters prepare, and it seems like uh, and it seems like in a lot of other sports, mental coach is not um, I don't want to say it's not as useful, but it seems like in, in, in MMA or in other combat sports, a mental coach seems to have the most importance, I guess, in terms of what their contribution is. And just when did you get? When did you uh, start using a mental coach? Was that the beginning of your, when you started uh, fighting pro, or did you do this recently? Could you just tell us about using your me- mental coach. Yeah, yeah. I started in September after I had my first uh, pro loss because I just wasn't myself in there and I didn't perform how I wanted to perform. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I know I could do way better than this. So like, you know, it made me mad. And I was like, what else could I? Do? I do anything that I can do to get better. I like literally try everything like you know so I'm always focusing on like sleep and mental training and like nutrition just like everything anything I can do to get better and to perform, perform better so I was like alright let me get a mental coach um it's gonna be worth it so I, I uh, hit him up um I forgot how I found out about him I think a friend told me about him um and I was like alright yeah let me do this and uh it really paid off yeah so I think I'm, like you said like mental coaches are you see it like way more in um, you know MMA and stuff, but like any like sport that performs at like a high level, like I feel like you need to mentally get ready as well because it's just so much pressure. There's so many people watching. Like you have to like be able to be in there and be you, you know, and not let the you know the whole process and everything get to you. Yeah. So I'm um I got the fight up right now, and I just wanted to ask. So uh, you took her down very easily, um pre- uh, pretty easily uh. Oh, uh, when you went for that takedown, did you find did you find it very surprising that how easy she, you were able to uh to take her down when you just uh, against the cage? Do you think this her um her I think this was her, her first official fight in a cage. Was that a something that you planned on? Was to try to get her as close to that cage as possible so that you can use the uh so you can use it to your advantage? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, she uh, didn't get to you know, fight in a cage form, but I mean, in my head, I'm like, you know, she's, she's not stupid, they're, they're probably training for it, and they'll probably, so, you know, I knew it, like, might be a little bit of an advantage, but, I mean, honestly, when I first started the fight, I don't know, it was so funny, because, like, we were, we were all talking about it, like, when she beat him, like, oh, she looks like my size, like, she looks, like, good, you know, and then, like, the next day, I saw her in the cage, and I was playing across from about the fight, and I'm like, damn, she looks pretty big today, like, damn, look at those legs, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, she looks, she's gonna be strong, so I was, like, a little nervous, but I was like, you know, whatever, I, you know, I, I know my technique, like, that's why I think sometimes going up a weight class, it, especially, like, it depends on, you know, uh, the matchup and 
stuff, but I feel like if I have if I have technique and I do it right, you know, things will work out. So, it, and that's exactly what happened. I knew that, uh, you know, especially trips against people. I mean, like, you can't, if somebody's tripping your leg, even if you're bigger than them, like, you know, I trip people big all, all the time, too, like, grown men all the time, you know? So, it's like, if I can get takedowns on them, I can take, get takedowns on home. And, um, yeah, that's why the trips work so well. Because, I mean, if you put, if you trip somebody, they're going to fall. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, the way you took her back, you you looked you you jumped and uh you got the uh you 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 um did you get the hooks in that way with that jump that you were doing or did you use the jump to kind of like off um get her off balance or was yeah, it kind of both? The, the um the second takedown uh yeah I jumped like behind the back of my knees I put my feet against the back of my knees so I balance all and it was it's like a it's a random takedown that I learned and I just really liked it and uh works really good for me because people just don't expect you to do that mm. you know everybody just does the you know like especially the back like you can do little like things you can do from the back but you know especially being a smaller opponent i just knew like that when i go against bigger people in the gym i'm like okay well this works best. you know in my head i was like well this works the best for me like you know so i i did that and it worked out and it's the best yeah <laughs> and uh she didn't tap out though she, she went to sleep did you yeah. um did you think that she was gonna? Did you expect her to at all to tap out, or did you think that she was gonna go? Did you? She was gonna try to last as long as she could to get to the to get to this next round. Honestly, uh, I didn't even I didn't even think about that at all. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just going for the choke, and I'm just going until the ref stops it. So, you know, once the ref stopped it, you know, and she was out, and I was like, oh crap. <laughs> so I like try to get nice and slowly, so like you know, not to make anything worse <laughs> mm -hmm. but um no i didn't really think about i didn't think about that at all i just i go until i'm stopped so i just kept thinking squeeze squeeze finish it like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh but but so you finished the fight you got a first round finish uh tapped out the uh tapped out reina uh do, when you saw scott coker uh did you say anything to him about like what you want for your next fight or did he mention what he wants to do with your next fight or anything anything about your future that is that is uh that has been discussed with Bellator? um we definitely i'm gonna definitely keep fighting for them uh i think they're doing a show in connecticut in like october or november probably back at mohegan sun something like that and uh Hopefully I'll be on that card. Yeah, it sounds like we're going to try to get on that card in October or November whenever we're going to end up doing that show. So, yeah, definitely want to get back in now. I will have my next fight with Invicta. Um, I should have fighting soon, so that's exciting. <laughs> now, what about Ryzen? Has, did, did, did at all Ryzen uh, express an interest possibly using you for their uh, strawweight, uh, I mean, their atomweight division uh, when it, when it uh, for a fight in the future? my coach saying like okay we're gonna have a rematch in japan and i'm like can we just focus on this fight first hold on a second really <laughs> but, um, oh. yeah 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 so i and even after the fight they were like oh, would you be interested in coming to japan and i'm like yeah of course i'd love to go to japan so yeah it definitely probably in the future <laughs> so that's that's really funny so they originally you were supposed to be your opponent back in december you got you finally got her uh uh this month fought or beat her and they were, they were already planning a rematch, it seems like, before even the outcome was even, like... Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, 
was it, did they say you know hey we want to try it this year or we want to try it next year um or uh, they, didn't, like, they didn't give a time frame they're just kind of like would you would you be interested in going to japan to fight and have a rematch over there and i was like yeah sure i don't know like whatever depends like time date and shit like but yeah i'm done i just love fighting and I, I really just love fighting so yeah um <laughs> i'm really down so well <laughs> anything. Uh, is there anybody who you have in mind that you would like to fight next uh, in the atom weight uh, division? Honestly, anybody. I really like. I, I'm ready for anybody. I just like like everything's been working out great for me. Uh, you know, just I always focus on myself and just uh, finding my weaknesses and making them better, and that's what they're working for me. So it really just gets me ready for any opponent. So I'm ready for anybody. What of any interest in potentially going up to straw weight or just staying at atom weight? <laughs> I'm an atom, atom weight. I'm very small. I'm even small for atom weight division. Like, I am trying to eat more right now just because I'm such a somewhat tough to keep the weight on. So I train, like I said, I just train so much and then you sweat even more over the summer. So I, I just, I'm trying to lose so much weight. Like, I woke up at like 108 something this morning. I'm like, shit, I gotta like start eating. I normally walk around at like 112, 115. And then when I'm weightlifting, I even get bigger. I get like like 115, and I'm like so proud of myself to like hold on to 150. But right now I'm just small, man. Like mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> even but even for Raina, like I was I got down to 110 just because of training. Like I just lose it, you know, because I'm just training so hard and like like crap. I need to like gain weight. I need to bring it at 112, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, actually, speaking of, how did you celebrate your win? Uh, what what did you and your team? And everybody who came to see you, what, what did you guys do? Did you go out drinking? Did you just go out eating? What, what, was, what was the celebration like? Uh, well, I ended up just going out. Like, I stayed in the city the next day and just went and got breakfast uh, with a friend. But uh, we actually celebrated the following weekend because everybody had to leave the fights. You know, it's late. It's like 1 o'clock when the fights ended. So everybody left, uh, went back home to, to Poughkeepsie. And um, so, yeah, we celebrated next to go into this uh, awesome place called Billy Joe's and had drinks, fans had a good time, so it was fun. <laughs> and uh, so, so did you did you, you did you get the chance to watch the actual fight uh, back on on tape? Yeah, yeah, I watched it twice now. I think um, the fight, uh, and yeah, it was it's it, for me. It's hard to watch my fights because I I pick out everything. I see everything that I do wrong. And the last two fights I've had, I I only know it's like one or two things. So it's like really excited, man. I'm doing everything. That I've been trying to do for you know since the beginning, so it's finally, it's finally all coming together. <laughs> the other thing I also wanted to ask is um, for your next fight as well. Do you think you're gonna want to negotiate getting onto the main card this time uh, and not be on the prelims? Because I was also thinking about your fight was, was that it was on the prelims. Do you want to be able to say that uh, to uh, negotiate it to be on the main card? Um, yeah, I'm sure like my manager will talk to them about that. I mean, for me, I mean it would, it would be nice. Obviously, everybody wants to be on the main card. But, um, you know, as long as I'm on the card and fighting, I don't really know. <laughs> but, um, but um, I would be, it's not like I'm not going to come down the main card, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to be on the main card, I'm down. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's not a big deal for me. I'm like, I, I fight, you know, and, you know, that's it. <laughs> uh, the other thing about Bellator is that um, they currently don't have an atomweight championship uh, on their uh, on their roster. Do you think yeah. that... Do you, do you do you see them do adding a belt to that division, or do you think there's just the competition is just not there? There's not enough people there yet for them to add a belt uh, for for fighters in that division in their uh, in the promotion. I don't know. I mean, I 
sure they are probably working towards it. I mean, I don't really know. I have no clue. I haven't talked to anybody, but I'm hoping they will. That'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah, hopefully they're working towards that. Um, trying to figure it out and stuff. I mean, like, yeah, I don't wait for a small division, but you know, we're all still looking to fight. There's still a lot of us out there. You just gotta find us, you know. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it'll, it'll, I think it will grow if, you know, if you do it, you will, you will fight, you will get, you will get out of weight for them, so they just, they just gotta figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that, I mean, that'd be great, especially because, uh, Ryzen has their Bantamweight, uh, not Bantamweight, uh, Atomweight champion, you know, it'd be great if Bellator had theirs, because who knows, if you wind up winning that, yeah. you could fight, uh, I don't know, champ for champ, like, uh, Kyoji Horiguchi and, uh, Darren Coldwell did. Okay, uh, and so, uh, yeah, that's basically all the questions I have, Lindsay. Um, awesome. I just want to give you an opportunity to plug your team, sponsors, and everybody else that you want to give a shout-out to. Um, especially, especially for this fight and all my fights uh, prior, like, I, my team is awesome. Um, at Precision MMA, um, Saki Muay Thai, I chat a lot, uh, for Challenge and Nick Atones and Hanzo Gracie, they're just trying to get the best work in, so I'm just so glad that everybody been helping me out um so all the guys there at all those places thank you so much and um yeah so my sponsors are hope ackley um she's amazing she's my massage therapist you guys are probably getting tired of me talking about how awesome she is but she really is so awesome <laughs> like she worked on me was on friday um and it really helps me with um you know preventing injuries so it's very exciting um and then i have my chiropractic um aspirin chiropractic in uh fish kill and i have my mental coach which i already mentioned who's amazing um i'm actually working on getting some more sponsors and anybody that wants to sponsor me for meal prep company that'd be awesome because i need help <laughs> i need to eat more and i just it's hard to have time as much time to cook so if anybody wants to sponsor me for that hit me up <laughs> um yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> and where can uh fans reach you if they want to uh follow you and all that stuff And we were just talking to Lindsay Van Sant, who beat Reina Kubota at Bellator 222 at Madison Square Garden. She defeated uh, Reina by rear naked choke, first round, four minutes, four seconds. And uh, Lindsay, once again, thank you so much for doing this interview. Uh, I hope that uh, you get, you hope that Bellator fight works out, and you know, definitely, you know, some, hope something with Rise works out because we definitely would love to talk to you again about uh, your next fights. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Lindsay. I appreciate it. Yeah, have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye.